Oliver's father, Mzimeni Tambo, was a known traditionalist who depended solely on subsistence farming for a living. But he saw the importance of education, and Oliver was sent to school. The possible mode of transport he could use was nothing else but a horse to get to school. Tambo was given the opportunity to leave home by a family friend by enrolling at the Holy Cross Missionary School at nearby Flagstaff. Here he wanted to be Minister of Religion due to his upbringing. Um, I have a very strong uh, Christian background. My parents were devoted Christians. I went to uh, mission schools. Uh, I went to the university and stayed in a, a, a hostel run by the Anglican Church. I came back to teach in a mission school. I even offered myself for the ministry. Um, I was put out by the intensity of the struggle and the demands of the struggle. At a tender age, he showed his leadership qualities, moving on to join politics, where he would dedicate his life to ensure that South Africa was free from oppression. He joined leaders like Albert Lutuli, Walter Sisulu, Nelson Mandela, among others, and became the longest-serving president of the ANC. I'm saying that sanctions could stop a bloodbath. I am certain about this. We've always been sure that this is it. But if sanctions do not come and are not effective, then the only option we have is to fight with everything we have. And it then depends uh, on how much pressure we can put on the regime. And the pressure we can put on the regime must be expressed in terms of struggle, of armed struggle, of armed conflict, of escalating conflict. Tambo spent almost three decades in exiles in Zambia and Europe and handed the ANC to the people of South Africa, undivided and stronger in 1991. His philosophical activist, the late Dr. Nelson Mandela, described him as a pillar and hope of international communities. Oliver was already sent abroad to head up the foreign mission of the organization, and it fell on his shoulders to lead the movement in exile. Former President Tabombegi, who also spent years in exile along Tambo, described him as an outstanding leader of the movement. His son, Dalitambo, was 30 years when he and his siblings, Noma Temba and Zelane, arrived at the then Jan Smart International Airport in Johannesburg from exile, surrounded by the top ANC members following the unbanning of the ANC. He remembers the sheerest feelings ever when they touched it down in 1991. I remember we were in a small plane with a whole lot of ANC leaders, and uh, I remember the pilot saying, ladies and gentlemen, we've just entered the borders of South Africa. Everybody started crying, hugging each other, you know, um, cheering, singing. Uh, we had to, the, the flight attendant had to say, you can't toy toy in this plane. Um, you know, it was very, very beautiful. When we arrived at Young Smuts. Despite the sacrifices made by this great freedom fighter, South Africa is still faced with challenges of poverty, unemployment, inequality, while his organization is rocked by infighting, 
Dalitambo believes that the ANC leadership must revisit the values that Oliver Tambo stood for. I'm thrilled that uh, the centenary is happening. I hope it'll act to, as a sort of catalyst uh, to remind people about his values, uh, to um, ensure that those ideals for which he fought and gave up the whole of his life are honoured. Tambo would have turned 100 years if he was still alive and his legacy is being felt across the globe by those he touched. I'm Grule Kunyembezi, Eastern Cape.